This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, December 14th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Schumer's still set on Build Back Better by Christmas. SCOTUS seeks Fed's input on Roundup petition. And farm groups push for more FTAs. Time's running short, but Christmas is still Schumer's goal for Build Back Better. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the New York Democrat, continues to insist on passage of the Build Back Better bill by Christmas, despite ongoing concerns from Senator Joe Manchin, the West Virginia Democrat, about the package. The bill isn't ready for a vote yet. Schumer said discussion with the Senate parliamentarian would continue this week over which provisions would be allowed to remain in the bill under the rules for the budget reconciliation process. Schumer said yesterday, the work is not yet finished, but we're working hard to put the Senate in a position to get the legislation across the finish line before Christmas. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki told reporters that Biden supported Schumer's goal. When one reporter suggested it seemed unlikely the goal would be met, she responded, I don't think we're in a place to make that prediction from here, nor is anyone, of course. SCOTUS asked for government views on Bayer Roundup petition. Bayer will have to wait a bit longer to see whether the Supreme Court takes up its challenge to a federal appeals court ruling that upheld a $25 million verdict for a California man who said exposure to Roundup caused his non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. The court said yesterday that they asked the Solicitor General, the administration's top lawyer, to weigh in on the issues presented in the case, namely whether federal pesticide law preempts state law claims such as failure to warn. Bayer said it was encouraged by the Supreme Court action and said it would, quote, not entertain any further settlement discussions with plaintiff lawyers that are representing a substantial number of Roundup claims while the court decides whether to take up the case and why it matters. Well, a favorable Supreme Court decision would help Bayer avoid liability in thousands of cases pending against it for Roundup exposure. Report. U.S. ag sector needs new free trade agreements. The Corn Refiners Association is releasing an analysis today showing just how far the U.S. has slipped when it comes to negotiating free trade agreements in order to unlock lower tariffs and new trade advantages. The U.S. has completed four FTAs since 2010, including the renegotiation of the North American Free Trade Agreement. But China has locked in 10 FTAs, while Japan has completed 7. The European Union and Canada have each completed 8. That according to the report titled Trade Agreements and U.S. Competitiveness. The new analysis from CRA is being released in conjunction with a virtual roundtable on the future of ag trade, hosted by Farmers for Free Trade, that features Representative Jim Costa of California, Manuel Sanchez, China Director for the U.S. Grains Council, Aaron Boyer, an economist with the U.S. Meat Export Council, and Robert Chesler, CEO of the United Dairymen of America. We'll have more 
AgriPulse Daybreak after this. AgriPulse Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy cooperative in the country based on milk volume. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. EDGE believes environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Blue Dog Democrats tackle supply chain woes. The Blue Dog Coalition of 19 self-styled physically responsible Democrats of the House of Representatives is digging into how Congress can address supply chain disruptions. Democratic Representatives Lou Carrera of California and Abigail Spanberger of Virginia will be moderating a roundtable tomorrow focusing on the nature and scope of recent supply chain disruptions as well as potential solutions to secure the supply chain in the future. Port of Los Angeles Director Gene Soroka, Lundquam Development of Vice President of Operations Joshua Beter, Progressive Policy Institute Vice President Ed Gresser, and McKesson Senior Vice President Joan Elisic will be joining the lawmakers. Lawmakers seek to ease food donations. Lawmakers are pushing a measure they say could expand donations of excess food to the needy. The Food Donation Improvement Act, introduced first in the Senate, now in the House, would provide liability protection for food donors, such as grocers, restaurants, and farmers, when food is given directly to a person rather than a nonprofit intermediary or when food is provided at a deeply reduced cost. The bill also would require USDA to set quality and labeling standards for donated products. The bill's House sponsors include House Rules Committee Chairman Jim McGovern, a Massachusetts Democrat, as well as a pair of conservative Republicans, and Maine Democrat Shelley Pingree. Representative Dan Newhouse, the Washington Republican, said the bill would, quote, enact logical reforms that will provide clarity and protections to farmers, retailers, and nonprofits seeking in good faith to assist the hungry, helping those in need have access to food that would otherwise go to waste. Senators Richard Blumenthal, the Connecticut Democrat, and Pat Toomey, the Pennsylvania Republican, are sponsoring a similar bill in the U.S. Senate. Ag groups ask government to ease limits on travel to the U.S. More than 60 agriculture groups are asking the Biden administration to exempt South African farm workers from a prohibition on travel to the U.S. that despite the emergence there of the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. H-2A workers in general, about 7,000 of whom come from South Africa, should be given a national interest exception exempting them from travel limitations, the group said. The groups also said that the government should allow workers who have not been vaccinated in their home countries to receive shots here in the U.S. A recent proclamation from President Biden restricts entry into the U.S. to those that have been fully vaccinated with a CDC-approved vaccine with limited exceptions. That, according to the American Farm Bureau Federation, one of the groups that signed the letter. 
The group requests are in a letter sent to Secretary of State Antony Blinken and Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, December 14th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.